rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. And yeah, don't we need more of that? We meet here on, well, we, we have our regular Friday night. Oh, that's great, Haiku. I see Haiku in the chat. Just order some take, off, take out. Enjoy it. Perfect timing. So you can hang out and eat your takeout and uh, watch Tara Buster. And thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Another great show, Tower, right out of the gate. And I see Jonathan in the chat room and more will be hanging out i'm sure more will be more more are on their way so if you want to hang out in the greatest chat room in american history with some of the greatest people you ever meet in sharing this the last days of the american republic together go on over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster and and introduce yourself you know, we are we are a very tight knit community, and um, you know, I don't know, I don't know how I would get through this time without you guys. I'm telling you, and I'm not just saying it. So, uh, and without the show, the show, and meeting everyone and getting to know people, just even just a little bit, it's uh, it's been one of the great pleasures joys of my life and also a lifeline when we're i don't know feeling so despondent at times i get i get despondent you know that i i, I call this therapy for the resistance it's really my therapy in a lot of ways but hey come along for the ride <laughs> so this is tuesday and uh, there won't be a show tomorrow so i figured and then we have thanksgiving I figured that let's do a show tonight because uh, a lot of people will will be traveling and maybe they could download the show and listen to the show while they travel. I've received messages of uh, people have sent me over the years and I always remember one guy sent me a message saying that he his routine was to download the show on Sunday mornings after we had our our Saturday show when now it's on Friday, but, and he would do his shopping in the morning and, and listen to Tower Buster. And I often, you know, I think about that. Think about him going shopping with us. Right. And it means, it, Hey, it means a lot. So, um, yeah, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Cause this is the real liberal media. And I forgot to mention uh, that I was go. So yesterday I was on Brad Bannon's show on DC report or, uh, on, excuse me, deadline DC. And we had another great conversation. I forgot to mention it on the show prior. So we would, uh, you know, I forgot to plug it, but we had a good, I always love the conversations that Brad and I have. And I, I think we, frankly, I mean, we need more unapologetic liberal talk. That's for sure. And, uh, I, especially now, you know, the Republican, well, first let me do a couple of more plugs before we go on 
uh, remember if you can to support the Terrorbuster sponsors like uh, APS Radio News is not really a well. I guess they are a sponsor, but also they host the show. It's a new platform that runs this show as, as a part of their repertoire, and I'm really proud and happy to be a part of it. Run by a great guy, Charlie. And yeah, Charlie's just a good person through and through. So support APS Radio News. And uh, the show is also on Rockfin. You can become a paid member or you can get their free content. Is that, that place, it's, it's, it's kind of a free-for-all, but who knows? I don't know. It's good. You get, uh, it's whatever. Let's not, let's move on. So, uh, because every time, I'm just, the reason I'm saying this is that when we get people on Rockfin, uh, there seems to be a bit more on the right. So we can certainly use some backup over there. Let's put it that way. And yeah, and speaking of, okay, this is a good, I guess, way to get into it. I'm often thinking about, you know, uh, I talk a a lot that, um, you know, I go on Twitter a lot. And before Elon Musk bought Twitter, um, it was... It was manageable, bearable, but I, I have noticed a marked difference since since Elon Musk bought it. It's worse. It's it's really a cesspool now. Beyond what I, it doesn't take long, you know. They really prove me right, Republicans, by every move they make. That Republicans destroy everything they touch, and. You know, they turn everything they touch into a cesspool because that's where they're comfortable. You, you know what I mean? That's what they're talking about with woke. Woke, stop wokeism, stop meanings. I mean, let's roll it back a little. That used to, it's the, the, that's just the updated word for PC, which they hated too. It's, it's when you ask them to be just a little decent, you know? Just a little, uh, take a step into evolving, just a little, you know, try to look at the world through other people's eyes, you know, don't be a dick your entire life. If somebody call, if somebody says, Hey, I want to be called this, you call them that what skin off your ass is it, you know, to, to call somebody what they want to be called, but that's just too much for them. So stop. Whoa. I mean, they really are, um, disgusting fascists. And, uh, you know, now they've, they, they prove me right all the time. But if you go on Twitter, there's, let's do it right now, actually, while we're talking, because I just want to, let's do an experiment. Let me show you where is, where's my ecam? Let's see. All right, this is my computer. There's you guys over there. This is what I see. Let's go to Twitter and see what pops up. Because I've been muting all these right-wingers all day. Oh, okay, well, John Cusack. Maybe it's working, because usually when I go on Twitter, you know, there'll be... uh, Jim Jordan 
at the top or Matt Getz. These are accounts I don't follow, but I've been muting away all day whenever they pop up. So maybe it's it's sticking finally. I don't I don't follow Terrence. What's the other one? Uh, Terrence K. Williams. Is that the guy? He's I, I don't follow these people. I've never I never would. Um, who's the other one I, that pops up in my feed all the time? Candace Owens, always popping up in my, I, I don't, I don't request them, but there they are. But anyway, but I've noticed since Elon Musk took over that everything is, you know, it's all, uh, anti-democratic, right? The left is trending. Democrats are corrupt is trending, you know, of course, Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, I guess the the plan for inflation is somewhere on, the Republican plan for inflation is somewhere on Hunter Biden's laptop. Maybe um, maybe their plan for Obamacare is on there. You remember how they were going to repeal and replace Obamacare with something just amazing like like FDR said, the same, you know, uh, we played the clip the other day about how FDR was saying, yes, sure, we believe in Social Security. Sure. Let right? me warn you and let me warn the nation against the smooth evasion that says, of course, right. we believe these things. We believe in social security. We believe in work for the unemployed. We believe in saving homes. Cross our hearts and hope to die. <laughs> we believe in all Nothing's things. changed. But we do not like the way the present administration is doing them. Just turn them over to us. We will do all of them. We will do more of them. We will do them better. And most important of all, the doing of them will not cost anybody anything. anything. Exactly. That's the same thing. This is, that is the exact thing that Trump said about, about health care, right? That they were going to fix Obamacare... It was such an easy deal, I remember him saying. It's the it's the biggest, it's the greatest deal you could ever make. It's such an easy deal that you can make and it's going to be great. It's going to do it all and it's not going to cost a thing. He I, I mean, a sucker is born every minute. Trump and Z's are living proof. And hello, Arthur. I see Arthur in the chat. Hi, my name is Arthur, and it's been 30 years since I'm a, repu- a recovering Republican, one day at a time. Congratulations. Do you get a chip for that? 30 years, that's a long time. So congratulations. We, we you know, it works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it, Arthur. That's for sure. And uh, I wish I could say the same for the... The, the millions of sad, sad Republicans out there that fall for the, for the, I don't even, I didn't even know, you know, I was thinking about it today again. Okay. So, you know, another, we've, we've had another mass shooting 
in America. And all, you know, no surprise, as soon as I heard who, uh, who were targeted, that uh, LGBTQ Americans were targeted, I, of course, I knew instantaneously it was some right winger inspired by the the nonstop drumbeat of anti-gay, anti-trans rhetoric, of course. You know, they're going after drag uh, drag queen story hour. You know, this thing's been going... Drag queen story hour has gone on for I as long as I can remember. This is a thing that I can remember being a young gay back in the 90s and seeing ads... You know, at the LGBT center in in um, in New York City, for uh, drag queen story hour. If I if I'm remembering correctly, now I know I did a lot of drugs in the '90s, so who knows? But I but they just caught on. Why? Because Republicans started to use. They started to attack trans people. And um, right after, I mean, I remember saying that they're not getting the same bang for their buck for going after gays. But, you know, they're reeling that back in, of course, um, with all their anti-gay, don't say gay bills and then attacks on uh, gay marriage as if uh, it should go to the states. You know, this is this is their new thing. Everything should go down to the states, which is bullshit, you know. Uh, that's why we have a constitution. You ju- you can't legislate someone's basic human rights. You know, you're not at the mercy of the mob, ideally. But Republicans, you know, they they wrap all their bullshit about the around the veneer of freedom. And what is it? Fr- what, what freedom? When they're telling you what words to use, what you can teach, what you can, what's an appropriate framing for uh, the actual history of this country, you know, and when I was on Brad Bannon's show, and I mentioned it again, Republicans, conservatives, whatever you want to call them now, they hate, they hate this country. They really do. They fundamentally hate America. And I keep, you know, uh, we, I was talking about when Poppy was on and I made that assertion and she pushed back because I guess it's so uncomfortable. To, what is my my offer today, Jonathan, on the chat? Chara, what is your offer for today? My offer? My offered? Is that from uh, Handmaid's Tale? Offered? But um, what was I saying? So Poppy, you know, I mean, because it, it is sort of, yeah, it's hard to swallow in a way that you're that that Republicans hate America. Nobody really wants to think that. But it's true. They they fundamentally dislike the constitutionally limited Democratic Republic. They hate the fact that we're a nation of immigrants. They hate that. The country was founded by um, students of the liberal age of enlightenment. You know, they hate that. That's why they have to, they rewrite history and they say, oh, well, the founders were, um, they were all inspired by Judeo Christian values. That is, that's not true. It's just not true. 
without the liberal age of enlightenment, there would have, there would be no United States of America, you know, because that radical idea that we didn't need a king and an aristocracy. It took time to take take hold and take root, uh, like any thought idea or thought virus, as the saying goes. And those thoughts were radical, and they they got uh, many of the early Enlightenment writers that were put in jail for uh, thinking such a thing, because according to the church entwined with the state that ruled Western civilization for thousands of years, if you go up against, if you, if you challenge the king, you're challenging God. If you're challenging the uh, aristocracy, you're challenging God, because God put these people in positions of power. You know, better luck next life. You're the whole thing, it really was to keep the dumbasses in the fields, not questioning their betters, not pestering their betters, and, arrayed, and awaiting their rewards in heaven. And this thing, this uh, United States, that the, the founders overthrew that intergenerational aristocracy and monarchy, That's, there's nothing more progressive than that. So when they say uh, progressives are, or that, first of all, the conservatives, when they claim to be patriots, well, yeah, I guess you could be a, a conservative and, and be a patriot if you were, if you are, um, you know, grounded in reality somehow. But the, I'm talking about the concern. What is my outfit? I, I'm wearing a, a, a Sea Shepherd shirt. That's it. My outfit. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's my outfit. It's my, it's just a t-shirt. I am a supporter of all the animal rights organizations that you could ever think of. So that's what I wish I could do. Maybe, maybe I should do that. Sell everything and go work on the Sea Shepherd. Even though I get, I'm really bad. I get seasick really bad. I, I took a tour recently, not too long ago. What well, was before the pandemic around Manhattan? There was a party and I was invited. Yeah, it was a whole long, it was a recovering people's party. And I went on the boat and I was, I spent the entire boat in the bathroom throwing up because I was seasick uh, going around Manhattan Island. <laughs> so <laughs> that sucks. Anyway, 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 yeah, so Republicans hate America. They hate diversity. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate the founding. They they hate that. Um, the, what is it? the founding motto? Right. The um, the national motto is "E pluribus unum," and they they hate that because they're. Con How do I know they hate that? They constantly spread the lie that the national motto is in God we trust. That's not the national motto. You, it, this drives me up a wall, just like it, it drives me up a wall when I, when I hear the Republicans go, uh, you know, talk about Democrat party, right? I'm wearing sweatpants. Okay. Jonathan, relax. This is not the point of the show. This ain't the fucking fashion show. We're not on a fashion show. I'm not a fashion plate. <laughs> I, I, need, I would need help in that department. Uh, 
So, um, let's see. What was I saying? Oh yeah, Republicans hate America. We always go that go go there, but it's true. Can somebody prove me wrong? They hate diversity. They can't handle it. They hate democracy. They can't handle it. And the fact is, they're only in the majority right now. And once again, much to my eternal frustration, you know, Republicans won the House, but they won it uh, because of entirely because of gerrymandering once again. You see, their answer to elections that they know they lose you know they lose elections because they are a minority party that pushes a minority ideology so they're not going to change that ideology because they fundamentally hate america and the whole goal is to divide this country and conquer it by uh and and restore return it to the rich to return it to uh, the very system that the founders fought a revolution to overthrow. That's why they love the likes of Elon Musk, who they love the notion of big daddy rich people coming in and saving them from the scary complex world of others who don't know their place. That's it. They, it's... Um, they can't help it, you know, but it's also, uh, they, it's, they've been taught this. And this is part of the reason that, um, they vilify teachers, you know, and we just saw again, an, a very dangerous, another d- dangerous dirt bag, Mike Pompeo, uh, vilifying, saying that the, the most dangerous person in America or, or in the world is uh, Randy Weingarten, who is the head of the teachers' union. See, they hate unions because that's democracy in the workplace. And a union will, uh, you know, make the the workers a a bit uh, uppity. You know, they might demand living wages and decent uh, working conditions with benefits and retirement security. And for Republicans to for this for this dirtbag Mike Pompeo to name the uh, Randy. Where, let me see. Hold on. I'm trying to find the article. There's many articles. I'm sure you saw his his, his statement. The most dangerous person in the world. <sighs> Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, this is from the Huffington Post, Ron Dicker writes, uh, the former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said on Monday that the American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten is the most dangerous person in the world, prompting disbelief from the union chief. I tell the story often. I get asked, Who's the most dangerous person in the world? Is it Chairman Kim? Is it Xi Jinping? The most dangerous person in the world is Randy Weingarten. You fucking dirtbag. You see, um, and Republicans, you know, I don't know. what, what What is it, this vilification of teachers? It's because... An educated populace is one of the pillars of democracy. So public education, 
is a pillar of democracy, and it's it's vital to have a functioning democracy. You need to have uh, a uh, a public education system that's worthy of the citizens, you know, your and the civilization you you're trying to foster, right? And that public education system should be able to teach actual history and teach the uh, the actual uh, you know teach children facts and truth you know and the the real history of the country and how tenuous it is to have a a a, a republic right how they fail and we need as a people you know, it's also part of the fact that they like they want to divide the country. They don't want the American people to have a common story, you know. So that's why it's partly it's I mean, they're so transparent. I really do wish the Democrats would fight this openly. You know, the Democrats are always uh, they're they're far too um I don't know. They give they give far too many concessions to the right wingers. They're like, oh, we want to, you know, we want freedom. The Republicans will say this is all about freedom. Parents need freedom. Well, parents are, you know, they're not educators. You know, you want to homeschool your kid, homeschool your kid. But you need to have a certain curriculum. You know, you can't teach your little brat that Jesus rode a dinosaur. But they, that this is what they do. How do you have, how do you expect to have a a civilization if this is what you're, you're focusing education on? Complete and utter nonsense, right? You're not setting your kids up for success, that's for sure. And you're not setting the future up for success. I don't want to live in a country with a bunch of morons. I don't know about you. A bunch of dumbasses. And the irony is, as they go after the teachers, right? They go after teachers. It's the teachers' union, of course. And as Haiku says on the chat, they love police unions, though. That's because they love the police state. They hate the police, it's themselves you know if the police stood with decency dignity democracy and humanity like they did on january 6th they hate them they hate the police they love the police state that's it you know so they need the yeah i mean they're very calculating and they it's like when um when uh what's his face from uh Wisconsin went after the the he went after all the unions in Wisconsin Scott Walker and he of course didn't touch the police union now if i were in a uh, the head of the police union i would spit in that guy's face metaphorically by stay by standing in solidarity with my fellow unions but of course they i don't think they did that but you know because it's all divide and conquer in this country i got mine jack sucks to be you oh i'm afraid i don't want to lose it's like with health care i don't want to lose what you what my you know my cushy 
uh, Cadillac plans or whatever they would call it. If you like your health insurance, you can keep it. All that bullshit. And then, of course, the corporate media mouthpieces would go, well, what do you say to... uh, the unions who've negotiated great plans and now they their their members are in fear of losing them i would say that e pluribus unum bitch i'd say we're in this together bitch we don't leave anybody behind and if you think you got yours you may you got yours now but you may not got yours tomorrow you know and one i i always think about this this phone call, I remember, or was it? I don't know. Some it was on the Tom Hartman show, where someone, or uh, they either wrote him or called in, or and he read it or something. And I don't quite remember how, but he, he was talking about how um, this couple had great insurance, and they for years were against Medicare for all, but then they realized. They, they were being forced into early retirement, this, this couple that had, I think they were working for the same company or something, and they had really, they had, uh, you know, great insurance. But then, because they were all getting laid off, they were going to lose their insurance, and now they were like, holy shit, we're, we do, we're at that age, you know, they were in their late 50s, they're... Uh, not old enough to get Medicaid, and they're they got a big problem now because they're losing their uh, their buku plan, and they're being thrown out like the rest of us to fend for each you know defend every man and woman for themselves, and then this person said yes, it, and now we realize the value of Medicare for all. You know, only when I got mine, right? Oh, shit. I had a great plan, but I'm now, uh, you know, at the mercy of the market that doesn't give a shit about you. You're nothing but a host from which to suck profit and discard. So then they see the light. And this is the problem. Don't you think in this country that, that, that people think, I got mine? That it's that we're not in this together, that we're not each other's keepers, that it doesn't matter if we live in a country where kids are coming out of school as indentured servants to banks rather than being able to start their lives free of debt like every other every other country that invests in their youth. Right. And invests in education in general. You know, I mean, because why? We have to appease these, um, yeah, these demon-haunted dinosaur-Jesus-wrote-a-dinosaur crowd? The dumbasses who think Noah's Ark is real? They really do. They think that. And we're, we have to respect that because they have this fantastical belief in, in something that isn't true. That is uh, the earth is 6,000 years old. Because it says it in the Bible, right? A book written by people who didn't know where the sun went at night, right? Or uh, what a germ was. They thought, or what an earthquake was, or what anything. It was all uh, uh, God. It was Zeus. It was some, uh, some God playing a trick. 
Unreal. Now we got this Jesus. And they hate Jesus, too. That's the problem. They really do hate Jesus. Everything about Jesus. You know, what, is, what does Trump know about Jesus? What are the Republicans? And this is why I, I, I really do wish the Democrats would watch this show. Listen to, listen to the show. Listen to the unapologetic liberal framing that they need to adopt, you know, the, about patriotism. We don't leave anybody behind. When people are like, oh, well, you know, um, we have the greatest health care on earth, you, you bring the truth. No, we don't. We have the greatest anything if you're rich, but it, we actually have the measurably worst health care in the industrialized Western world. We have the worst, and it kills, <laughs> you know, the 45,000 uh, needlessly die every year. No other industry would be allowed to get away with that. But anyway, I keep talking. I always talk about healthcare because that's like that. I, yeah, it really is a uh, emblematic of everything that's wrong with this country. The fact that we don't have universal healthcare. And uh, yeah. And of course, the attacks on unions where, you know, um, Unions built this country, and the attacks on unions destroyed the and well helped destroy the American middle class. And I and I find it funny how it's and going back to the teachers for you know um, that uh, of course Mike Pompeo is doing what Republicans do. He is. He's lighting the the fuse, you know. He doesn't know where uh, what sucker's gonna pick it, pick up his the mantle, and commit violence somewhere. But that's what's gonna happen, you know. He he basically put a target on Randy Weingarten's back, and that's what they do. But Republicans are stochastic terrorists, and uh, but to call the uh the head of the teachers union the most dangerous person on earth is uh of course it's a clown show of course and yes uh special special education i see jonathan talking about special education is important to this country of course it is of course it is you know it's all education is important but it's also you know valuing human beings in general so you know, you don't leave people any yeah, behind. You take care of people, you know, but at least you do if you're a human being. I always think about, you know, the earliest humans, you're going back three million years. When was it? Am I getting this right now? I think the earliest um, evidence of human, pre-humans taking care of each other was Homo erectus. Homo erectus. She said erectus. <laughs> erectus. Uh, caring for? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Look at this. See? That was the earliest. You're talking how many millions of years ago? Social structure facilitated the evolution of caregiving. 
the evolution of caregiving in the human lineage provided our ancestors with an unprecedented ability to modify the progression of diseases through their population. This is just a paper, a scientific report. But... Mm-mm. Current research suggests that the that cognitive this package of cognitive traits may have been key to enabling hominins to recognize when other individuals were sick and in need of care, detecting disease clues. Well, anyway, that's this is too heady. Let's see, Homo erectus first to care. Let's re, let's look that up first to care for others. Let's see. Caring for the sick. Yeah, yeah, look at this. That's interesting. Another paper from Nature Asia. Nature Asia. Oh, it says it's not found. Damn it. Care, complex, humanary, human evolutionary history. Let's see. I like this stuff. I, it's very interesting to me. One of the striking features of human social complexity is that we provide care to the sick and uh, rather than avoiding them. Caregiving is a powerful strategy of disease control. But so anyway, blah, blah, blah. The point is that we have... <laughs> We've been caring for each other since, you know, for millions of years. I don't know when Republicans are going to catch up in the evolutionary chain. But, you know, if the little Homo erectus creatures could do it, why not? Why not Republicans? You know, why? Because they have inflicted on this country this a it's a scarcity mentality as if it's a zero sum sum game like freedom is a zero sum game if someone gets some something more you know some more than you will have less it's like the replacement theory great replacement Jews will not replace us. Oh, Republicans are, uh, I mean, Democrats are uh, allowing immigrants in to replace you in uh, the voting rolls as if it doesn't replace you, asshole. Just, you know, somebody who gets the right to vote, who becomes a citizen, that's, that's not replacing you. I don't understand them. I don't understand the the fear, but they are fear based, and they are certainly easily led. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you so much. I can't I can't keep the show going without you guys. That's for sure. Are we going to have? Wait, 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 Jonathan on the chat. Are we going to have? Are we going to ratify the Americans with Disabilities Act? That includes having. Guide dogs allowed to go every places. Oh, I'm all for having dogs wherever we go. I think we need that. We should have emotional support dogs wherever we go, frankly. And, yeah, anyway. We're such whatever. 
I don't even want to talk about it. I'm thinking about all the turkeys that are going to die over the next... Well, they're already... There's already been the, the carnage, but we're such... That's why parting the, the, the couple of turkeys... I mean, it just fits into our um, unabashed hypocrisy as human beings. So we're, we know what we're doing to other creatures, but this, we're trying to, well, we'll make ourselves feel a little better. We'll give, uh, you know, frickin' frack. We'll have a pardon. Well, the rest will go to slaughter. Anyway, one day, you know my feelings about that. I do believe, uh, as human beings, as we evolve one day, I mean, we have to evolve compassion to include every every creature that we share our blip of time with. But anyway, which, of course, trust me, no matter what, no matter how we evolve, the right wing will always come kicking and screaming. Right? All right. Oh, yes, I forgot. Yes, thank you, Suzanne. You said um, you wanted to mail in some support. I did look that up. Hold on. I'll, I will find it. I do have a, th I got a thing. I got a, let me find it. I have the address somewhere. It's, um, it's my, my fake address from a service. They forward everything to me. So, you know, if somebody sends me a bomb, it goes to them. They won't send a bomb. I mean, you never know, though. I often wonder. Repub they're very sick, Republicans. They really are. So I, it would be good for the show if th that's one thing I think of. If uh, a Republican ever took a pot shot at me. You know what I mean? I'll get you the address right now. Everybody stand by. Stand by your Tara Devlin. Stand by your Tara Buster. Where is this goddamn address? Will I ever find this address? I should really know. Stand by your terror buster. <laughs> this show will get a little better once I find this address. I know it's somewhere in my 50 million email addresses that I have I don't remember I should have written it down but I didn't I said stand by your terror buster even though it she's singing this stupid song we will get back to our regularly scheduled show very soon in a minute or 
to stand by Tara Buster. <laughs> Cause the address is coming. It is coming right now. I have it in my hand, in my little, little, greedy little hand. All right, here it is. Stand by your Tara Devlin show. Here comes that address where you can send some dough and keep the show going. Okay. Here it comes. I'm writing it down. I'll say it out loud. 99 Wall Street. Miss Tara Devlin. 99. Whoops. That was not the whole thing. 99 Wall Street. Number 2737. New York. New York. New York, New York, one zero zero five. Stand by your Tara Buster show. Thank you. I should I should cut that song, but it's probably I'll probably get a copyright ding. You know, because it's uh, it sounds a lot like that other song. <laughs> Just get it. I'm being an idiot tonight. I'm being uh, you know. We're just getting together in our unapologetic liberal talk and ways and uh, to talk about the dangers of republicanism. Yes, so um, if republican... See, what is this? Mike Pompeo, What? let me ask you a question. He, When he talks, there there is something with his the tone of his voice. I mean, they all suck. They all suck. But they, it's like they, they're trying very hard to sound human somehow, but he has, he's incredibly monotone and it's so grating on me. You know, that obviously it's just, that's superficial, but they're the way he, the way he is, but, ah, but it just to think that, um, you know, with this is the thing that the Republicans don't seem to understand. And they, well, they don't care that with their platforms, with great power comes great responsibility. So that's why you don't go and attack the head of the teachers union, you stupid prick, you know, and uh, threatening teachers. You know, teachers are this, uh, this whipping post and it's sickening. Because, and I wish the Democrats would listen to me, you fight, yeah, of course you fight alongside the teachers, you know, Democrats always do, but you do it unapologetically and you remind the American people when you're attacking the teachers union, you're you're attacking the, one of the pillars of democracy. So you have, you know, you notice how Republicans now uh they blame 
the pandemic. According to them, you know, kids are they they suffered such uh, uh, such negative psychological effects from not being able to uh, you know be in school during the pandemic. So, uh, well, which, which is it? You know, but it's the teachers. They didn't have time with the teachers during the pandemic, so that's bad. But according to the Republicans, um, the teachers are bad in general, unless they're teaching uh, what, what, whatever bullshit Ron DeSantis says they should teach. That is not history. This is not the real history. You know, the 1776 project, which is. The Republican response to the 1619 project, because you take history, they hate history. You see what I'm saying? They hate the actual history of this country. There's an, there's the history that I learned as a child. I'm sure you learned it too. We didn't get really in depth about the genocide of the Native Americans when I was in second grade history class. You know, we talked about George Washington, you know, the very basic, rudimentary, uh, palatable aspects of history. And of course, the, you know, uh, not exactly the truth, right? We didn't talk about the slave-owning founding fathers who had the, had the had the balls to write all men are created equal while owning other human beings and also considering uh women to be nothing but pieces of pieces of property that they had to declare along with their cows and chickens and every and all their other property right so uh, yeah, um, we, as a child, you don't learn that, right? But when you grow up, you go, you get into high school, you might learn. You might learn, you might read uh, books. You might read something that isn't, you know, uh, that isn't quite, uh, you know, as, I don't know, as, uh, as babyish. Right? That's, you, know, you start introducing young people to critical thinking, and the complex world they live in, preparing them to live in this complex world. But they want to churn out um, nothing but automatons of, like, uh, right out of the Hitler Youth or something. And I'm telling you, just, uh, yeah, they, I told you many things, you know, Republicans, if you, in their very tiny easily led minds if you if you if you talk about the actual history of this country as you know a work in progress as the you know for the good and the bad you know we can appreciate the 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 founders being students of the enlightenment but also appreciate that they were hypocrites i'm sure we you know we as human beings are you know, uh, but they were certainly products of their time. And would they have considered themselves hypocrites? Probably not, because when they wrote all men are created equal, that's what they uh, people of color weren't considered human beings. 
Neither were women. So they weren't going to, uh, they wouldn't consider themselves hypocrites because all men, men in their eyes, were white men. White men. And, of course, they lived in a world that was entrenched for thousands of years in an, in a intergenerational higher higher aristocracy and hierarchy and yeah of course um, they would be products of that time so um but we evolve and they but one of the things that's what they knew too that's the other thing you know the founders understood that's why they made the um constitution a living document because they understood that times would change and that the people would evolve along with the times so at least in that in their wisdom they understood that unlike republicans who According to them, the founders were inspired by God, not the liberal age of enlightenment, not the writings of Rousseau and John Locke. It was the liberal. It was the Bible. That's what inspired. According to the to the Republicans, the founders went through all the trouble to overthrow an intergenerational aristocracy and monarchy to build build one here to just build a different one here no that is not what what the that's not the history of this country it is not and i'm sick of them i'm sick of people tiptoeing around them and allowing them their beliefs you know you could be you believe what you want but you can't be believe your beliefs are facts you know all what's the saying you're the you have the right to your opinion but not your own facts and thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Just saying hi and thankful for Tara and the amazing chatters. Thank you. Yeah, right back at you, Mark. I'm really thankful for you guys that we've met, we've become friends, and I look forward to seeing you all the time. And thank you. Thank you, Haiku, for being a moderator for all these years. And Mark for your amazing wisdom and, and, and your humanity. And Jim, for, your, for just being there at the barricades all the time with me. Thank you so much. And for being a moderator. You know, these are the moderators. The Tara Buster moderator. And all of you. All of you bastards. Like Trucker John, who's got his own show. And you should all subscribe to Chuck, Trucker John's show right now. Do it now. Put your link in, the, in there, Trucker John. And Thomas and Errol and Terry Taylor and JD and Play Dave. What the hell would I do without you guys? Jonathan. I've met so many amazing people. And, it's, and Pookie's. Pookies, Richard W. It's only just begun. Yes, Thomas Paine, of course, JD. Of course. I'm saying, I mean, it's so interesting. The whole, the actual history of the country is so much more fascinating. And we have so much more to learn and grow from. And it's when you really, um, uh, get into the actual history of the country as as uh 
horrifying as it is. And Suzanne, hello, Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. And uh, as horrifying as it is, um, it's also pretty goddamn incredible. And Errol, Errol, excuse me if I missed Errol. And, uh, you know, it's also when you think about what they, what the founders did at the time, you know, putting aside all their hypocrisies, it is pretty amazing. And it's, it's, it's awe inspiring that they not only overthrew the, the monarchy, but established a country that uh, was founded as a democratic republic. This had not been seen for for thousands of years. There were other republics, um, but uh, few and far between. Not like, uh, you know, um, this country, which became kind of an inspiration for the domino effect of de- democracies, of... Uh, you know, that began to prop up, pop up all over Europe. And now, um, you know, yes, we will have a show on Friday. We will. So people in the chat are asking. But yeah, I mean, the actual history of the country is pretty inspiring. And Republicans, it's sad to think that they don't want to uh they don't want to know about it they'd rather stick their fingers in their ears and go nah, nah, nah. because why what are you afraid of what are the i mean really when i think about it sometimes i because i've had a lot of therapy i have to process i try to process them you know i process i, I try to put myself in their shoes and i think what are they so afraid of and roller woman nice to see you right nice to see you Rollator woman, excuse me, roller woman. You know, what are they afraid of? And you know what they're afraid of? They, all right, it's again, it's, they're not, they're not that hard to unpack. They're like, they're like my cats in a way where you, you, there's only a few, when you ask a question about a cat, there's really only a few answers. You know, it's either food or territory. Right. And uh, with Republicans, it's uh, it's racism. Right. Why are they so afraid of the real history of this country? Because they are afraid of actually, um, well, of actualizing the the promises in the founding documents, actualizing that the, the nation for all. And it stems, it's because of racism, fear, bigotry, anything different. Anytime we make a leap forward to a more perfect union, they hate it. You notice, they scream, they yell, they never look good in the light of history. Never. Like those, I always think about, I'm sure we've seen the pictures and uh, of the uh, of the monsters who are screaming at children going to school when the schools were integrated, when Eisenhower had to send out the National Guard to accompany children to school, 
because a good old Republican, well, conservatives, right? Because they'll say, oh, those were the Democrats. They might have been. They might have been the Dixiecrats, but that's when the the Republicans, I mean, the Democratic Party was, uh, you know, a racist party. Yeah. And they, they were the entrenched power of racism. And that's why the Republicans, you know, uh, have adopted their Southern strategy to, to bring in all of the wayward former Democrats that, that had nowhere to go when uh, Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act. So, I mean, of course, they, they could have stayed in the Democratic Party and evolved, but they, they wanted, they, they're racist. They can't do that. So they had to run and they ran and the Republicans are like, come on in. The water's fine. We got you. Don't worry. We got you right here. Right. So like when, uh, let me see, let's look at some of these pictures, integrated schools. And I think, you think about, um, in my mind, I'm seeing that one of those, there's a picture of that bitch standing behind this young girl and she's just, oh, here we we go. Let's see. And who is, I'd like to interview that bitch. She's probably dead, but. Let's see. Like that bitch right there with her fucking mouth open. Screaming. All of them. Like, and these, these two demon eyed house frows, I guess. What the fuck? They never look good in history's light. And I think about, you know, they woke up that morning and they were like, we're going to go down to the school and we're going to, we're going to scream at this young girl. We're going to scream behind her head. We're going to make her feel like shit. We're going to attack her. We're going to make her fear, feel fear. We're going to... What? For what? They got nothing better to do? They never do. But this is, this is conservatism in a nutshell. They come, they always go kicking and screaming. And they never look good in history's light. They will not look good. They, the, the assholes on January 6th, they will never look good. Ted Cruz, he's not going down in history as a hero. Perjury Trader Green, Lauren Band from the Bowling Alley, Bobert, they're not going to look good. Neither Jim Jordan, none of them. It's incredible. And like these fucking assholes here. It's not them. I'm talking about these race mixing is communism. This could be any Trump and Z rally. The same shit, different day. They still come at us with this communism canard. Don't get a new fucking 
get a new uh, something, get something new, you know, make a- anything, get anything new, you know, because it's, it's tedious. They got nothing. And people keep, yeah, as far, I mean, they really do. This is the problem. What Republicans, uh, really, as far as, you know, they have no policies, as we know. Their only policy is make the rich richer, uh, use racism. You see, they use, they need racism to divide the people. And that's why they don't want to talk about anything. They don't want to talk about the diversity. They hate diversity. They don't, they want you to be afraid. And now they are in, they, well, they are in for forever in search of the superior moral justification for, you know, anything for picks, pick a topic, the superior moral justification for attacking the trans community, right? Now they've settled on, uh, oh, it's because trans, the trans community, according to them, are sexualizing children. Now, who the fuck is sexualizing children but them? They're the ones who are in your pee-pee, they want to know what your peepee's doing. They want. They think about your peepee, you know, all, all entirely too much. They want to know what. Uh, they want to stick their big, filthy Republican noses into a, a people's peepees, right? Into a family trying to save a child's life. Now, this has been gender affirming care has been going on. For, for decades, for a long time, as science evolves, as, as, as we g- learn more, as we become a, as we evolve, you know, people learned that your brain, that's where your, your gender is in your brain. It's not in your peepee, right? And they've done numerous studies and over the years uh, through mistakes that, that were made, for example, I think, you know, I've talked about it before. There was, uh, um, you know, in the past, if a child was born with uh, intersex, with a hermaphrodite, which happens, and I remember seeing some a documentary about it, and parents were, say, and there were parents that had children that were born where it they didn't know, you know, and they said that, the first question was, would, you know, of course, it's always, do you, do you have a boy or a girl? And the parent said, this is, you know, that was the hardest question because we, we had to say, we don't know. We don't know until the, the child grows up a little and then they tell you. But in the past, what they would do is, uh, yeah, they would just castrate the child and maybe those that that child was a male you know was a uh was in they were a man in their mind or a male in their mind and they learned the hard way by by mutilating children and now medical ethics requires the the doctor to wait until a child you know says what they are. Uh, you don't make that choice because it, what, it's not just a matter of 
putting a a child in a dress and telling them you're a girl and raising them as a girl. And that's what they used to think that all you had to do was make them a girl and, you know, buy them girly things and make them a girl. And, um, then you, you know, whatever, then they'll, uh, they'll be a girl, but that's not how it, that's not how it is. Yes, exactly. They are so obsessed. Suzanne on the chat. Why are they obsessed with one's private parts? They really are. And then, and they, it's projection too. The way they're like, you're sexualizing children. And what are you talking about, Jonathan? I thought Tara didn't like me on the channel. Uh, of course I like you. What are you talking about? Except you're talking to me all the time. No, it's fine. You can talk. I should, I can just not respond, you know, if I'm in the middle of something. No offense. I'm just saying. But it's good to see you, Jonathan. Exactly. I'm glad you you keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it. Your work. Of course I like it. I mean, you know, what's not to like, Jonathan? What the hell is not to like? Right, guys? Right? Right, everybody? Just because you... Oh, maybe because you asked me what I'm wearing and shit like that? <laughs> like... I don't know. Me? I don't know. What do I know? What was I saying? All right, let me get back to work here. What are we talking about? How Republicans are... Well, it's we're talking about a lot of things. They're vilifying... Uh, they, they, so here's the thing. Okay. The, the shooting. Man, I know I'm all over the place, but... It's... Of course, it's it hasn't it didn't even take them minutes before they started to justify themselves because of course it has everything to do with their rhetoric. The freak who who uh, committed murder, thank I mean everything about Republicans set this up. Republican policies and rhetoric are entirely responsible for the shoot. Oh, the shooting, the shooter himself, of course, but he, he was activated. He's obviously an unstable freak activated by Republican rhetoric. And then they haven't stopped. He he, why did he go in? Uh, There was a drag show that night, but this comes after years of Republicans vilifying drag shows, right? Drag performers, uh, drag, drag story hour as sexualizing children. Now, I don't know about you. You see drag show. Is that sexualizing? I I mean, who thinks about the, who thinks about that? But them, they are sick. Everything with a Republican is either a confession or a projection, so, like, for example, here's another one. Proud Boys. And recently, actually, I have to say, there was this... They had a drag story hour in Queens and a bunch of fucking Trump banzees showed up and disrupted it. This is what they do. They, they are not normal. They can't 
they can't control themselves. Everywhere they go, they have to disrupt. You see what I mean? Because it's part of the fascism. They, it's infantilism. You know how a baby can't control itself? Sometimes you, you, you go to church or something and there's a baby crying throughout or you go on a plane and there's a baby crying. They can't control themselves. You know, everybody was, wishes they could say, shut the fuck up, baby, you know? But or wherever, you know, shut that baby up or whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to sleep or something. But you can't because the baby can't control itself. The baby's a baby. You, that's, you know, it's the same thing with Republicans. They can't. It's like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Bann from the bowling alley, Boebert screaming during the state of the union. They don't know how to behave. And their their entitlement, their their Republican entitlement gives them free reign. It's like different rules for different people. And it's okay if you're a Republican. Like like even today at the White House, here, here's a speaking of let's see. Troubles me most about this. Dr. Fauci, of course he's one of their whipping posts now, right? A man who's given his entire life to this country and these fuckers, you know, put targets on his back. And of course, you know, Dr. Fauci is going to go down in history as a hero. And what will the Republicans go down in history as the, the nothing but a bunch of monkeys just chimping away. Cheep, cheep. That's all they are. They're just little gnats that you have to swat away, but they're constantly there irritating you. So during the, uh, the press briefing today, a, a Republican, one of the Republican reporters or whatever from one of these these fascist rags, could I guess he couldn't wait his turn. He just kept heckling and and interrupting and yelling. Dr. Fauci, um, only only thirteen percent. Hold on one second. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being you're being you're yeah. being disrespectful to. This you. sounds like you know in any classroom, right? And uh, in the uh, when you're growing up, and you have to, uh, you know, Johnny, you raise your hand. This is how we do things. You before you speak, you raise your hand, and you know, right now, uh, little uh, you know, uh, Peter is speaking, and so we don't speak over each other. Wait your turn. That's what it's like living with these freaks. Your colleagues and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also you're taking time off the clock. So you Dr. Fauci has to leave in a them. couple of minutes. I, I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. Dr. Fauci, um, only, only so he can't stop. He can't stop. You ask your question. You should allow her to ask some Jeremy, it is not your turn. It is not your turn. Wait your turn, but you can't. Because they're the center of the universe. Wherever they are, that, that, that's the most important thing. You know, whatever comes out, whatever vomit comes out of their mouth, that's the most important thing anybody needs to hear. And why would you be uh, respectful when... You you hate this country. You understand they hate democracy and they won't be respectful 
because they don't, you know, dem- uh, they have no respect for Democrats. You know, they don't respect the the democratic process. They don't respect that they lost. You know what I mean? They hate this country. So why would they respect anything? Why would they respect uh, decorum or would act like adults in a professional environment? Why would you? Just yell out. Yell. You know, you only have a certain amount of time because that, that will make a good clip on Breitbart where you're showing the libs. You're sticking it to the libs. And showing them that, you know, this, it's really going to please all of the Nazis who hate democracy uh, openly. And they uh, obviously hate that, you know, they hate the, a democratic administration because they, they didn't, you know, nothing is legitimate unless they can rig it in there and unless Republicans are uh, in power illegitimately. So... You know, uh, if the shoe was on the other foot, now let me tell you, uh, Republicans, of course, would, on on Fox News, going on about how disrespectful a reporter from the New York Times was or whatever. But the fact is, they would never act that way. People from the from the New York Times or uh, or legitimate news outlets will would never behave like that. Because they were raised right, and they respect the system, you know, that the founders fought a revolution. People died for. People died to entrust it to us, and they're just spitting on it. They spit on it. They defecate on it. They urinate on it, literally and figuratively. It's, it goes back to... The nine most dangerous words in the English language are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Right? And it, and it ends up, here we are. Now we're living in the consequences of that shit that we've had to endure. And, you know, the, too, much to my eternal frustration, the Democrats, I don't know. Are they up for the fight? They better be. They need to fight back and reclaim. They need to shame these people. Back in, into the corner, back under the rocks from which they slithered. You can't read the press briefing. You need to call from people across the room. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. And Dr. Fauci is the best person I, to answer. I hear oh your question, God. but we're not doing this the way you want it. Right. This is the disrespect of... It is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're taking time away from your colleagues. Go ahead. Only 13%. This is what they do. They don't know how to act. So that's what they do, you know, disrupt, interrupt, scream. And if you can't, if that doesn't work, you take a shit. You take a dump. Literally and figuratively. So, yeah, here's a Proud Boys plan to disrupt. This is today. Proud Boys plan to disrupt drag story event in Columbus, Ohio. This is a new thing. You know, I can't take it that I, I, I live in this country and my, and how many times in, in my life have I had to endure 
the Republicans interrupting, screaming, disrupting constantly. I think about the town halls that happened around Obamacare. And what is, they're not there to learn. They were never there to learn or ask questions or be uh, listen to a presentation or learn how we can be, you know, finally join the rest of the world and have health care as a right. Because, you know, we're a country that doesn't leave anybody behind, except we do, right? Instead, we had to endure them at town halls, screaming and yelling, being bussed in on Koch Brothers-funded buses to disrupt. This is what they do because they want to poison everything. They want to make people afraid. They want, and it really, that's what it comes down to. It's intimidation. And now they're intimidating drag performers, drag a uh, story event. And you don't, if you don't think that shooter, that fucking piece of dirt that killed th- those people at the at Club Q and and injured however many others, many others and uh wasn't inspired by this republican rhetoric, then you're you must be a dumbass republican. So, yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Proud Boys plan to disrupt drag story event in Columbus, Ohio. Local chapter of the far-right Proud Boys, which is considered a terrorist group in uh, Canada and New Zealand, plans to disrupt... They're not here, though. They're just a bunch of, uh, I guess, I don't know, what uh, closet cases for the most part. Plans to disrupt a December 3rd drag story event in Columbus just two weeks after the killings of uh, killings at a LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. The Columbus Proud Boys announced their plans to disrupt the kids story time event held at the First Unitarian Church of Columbus on Telegram last Tuesday. Um, Advanced Democracy, Inc., a nonpartisan nonprofit research organization, first flagged the post. The post said, the Columbus Proud Boys would like to announce that we will be attending the Holodrag Storytime being held at the First Unitarian Universalist Church uh, of Columbus on December. Like, fuck you. You see what I mean? I hate them. Anybody? I, I, I used to go to this Universalist Church for um, a very dear friend of mine, we used to be belong to the Universal um, Unitarian Church. And I mean, she passed away. That's why I'm saying used to. And uh, it was amazing. I loved it. It was great. If I was going to go to church, it would be the Uni- Unitarian Church. That's for sure. And they they're welcoming, and they are unapologetically progressive they celebrate humanity they celebrate decency dignity humanity of course you know you get but the proud boys what do they celebrate violence insurrection lies big lies they hate democracy that's for sure so the emphasis of a why it said the the ad said it's gonna be wild just like they 
no coincidence, the same thing they said about January 6th, right? We'll be wild. This is now code word for uh, violence. The emphasis of a wild protest is likely a reference to January 6th and had uh, the when the asshole called on his supporters to attend a rally, promising it would be wild. Many of the attendees of that rally, including members of the Proud Boys, later marched on the Capitol, attacking police officers and storming the building. I wonder who took, a, who took that, uh, whoa, you know, defecated. Uh, it's probably the Proud Boys. While Proud Boys is the Proud Boys is probably best known for its role in the attack on the Capitol, for which several members face seditious conspiracy charges, the far-right neo-fascist group is also known for, for its members' presence in the 2017 white supremacist Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, where one counter-protester was murdered. Since the failed insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, the Proud Boys members have focused their efforts locally, disrupting school board meetings over mask mandates and LGBTQ-inclusive policies. Because, you know, freedom. They're, they're all about freedom. The freedom to what? The freedom for white people to drag us back to the kind of system the founders overthrew and push everyone in their place. And if that means killing them, that's what they're going to do. Uh, yes, and harassing attendees of drag story events, fear-mongering that trans people are grooming children. Now, who's grooming who? Because we do know that the, the murdering piece of shit from this from the latest massacre had been groomed by republicans to be a murdering piece of shit his grandfather is a big republican i think he's a, he's a local assembly person let's see right if uh another a trump an unapologetic trump who is Randy Vopel, the East County politician whose grandson is accused of the killings? The former Senate, the, wait, wait, not Senate, Sanity Mayor dominated local politics for years before becoming a hard right voice in the state assembly. Yeah, in March 20, 2001, a teenager opened fire in Sant, Santee's Santa Ana High School killing two and wounding more than a dozen. Vopel, a Vietnam veteran, had recently been elected the mayor of, the, of East County City. My third tour in Vietnam was the Santana High School shooting, he said years later, at a memorial service. All we can do now is pray to God and remember our kids. Vopel is a member of the state assembly re representing Southern California's 71st district. And this week, his grandson was accused of opening fire inside an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Much remains unknown. There's no known link between the alleged shooter and his relatives beliefs, nor is it clear how well he knows his grandfather anyway yeah well i don't you know 
It's toxic. The toxic combination of hateful rhetoric and lies about LGBTQ people, along with opposition to common sense gun legislation. Exactly. It's the perfect storm of Republican murder, uh, murder spree. And then they go around vilifying, not vilifying, I mean, uh, lionizing murderers, right? They're inviting uh, Kyle Rittenhouse to Congress. They're taking pictures with this piece of shit, murdering piece of dirt. And who, oh, he was acquitted in a, in a fucking show t- trial where the, the white supremacist Skeletor judge had his thumb on the fucking scale. That's for sure. I watched that whole trial. It was appalling. And he was acquitted of self-defense when uh, the guy who, one of the guys he shot and killed threw a paper, a plastic bag at him. And then the dirt bag, the only one who had a, had a gun was Kyle Rittenhouse. And they make him into a hero. What do you think is going to happen? They're violent. They hate America. Anybody who, who is violent is not, is not a patriot. You understand? Because the founders gave us a mechanism to address our, our political grievances. It's called a fucking election. But they can't handle it. They don't like elections. You understand? And unless they win... That's the thing about them. I mean, Republicans, they hate democracy. They can only handle it as if they win. And this is a a longstanding issue going back to, you know, from the founding. They hate democracy. If they lose, then, then, you know, they'd rather overthrow this country than share you know, share the country with people who are different. And I came across this, I think it was a Facebook post from someone who, uh, who wrote his name. This person is called Kenneth Ray McCain. And he wrote about Kyle Rittenhouse. He said, combat veteran here, just a perspective. If you arrive armed to a place where violence is happening, prepared for violence, and you engage in violence, there is no self-defense. You are, in fact, a willing combatant. If you do this without being sanctioned by a government outside of a combat zone, you are also, in fact, a terrorist. We had another word for armed civilians operating outside of the military as well. We called them insurgents. If your recourse to the terrorist is to look up the criminal history of the victims, because this is what Republicans are doing, they're like, they're posting memes that say, oh, this guy, he had a, a, a criminal record. So, of course, that was, makes it okay that, um, that Kyle Rittenhouse, the murderer, murdered him. So, 
this, uh, this combat veteran, Kenneth Ray McCain, says, if your recourse to the terrorist is to look up the criminal history of the victims, it's no different than looking up the criminal past of everyone that died on 9-11 in order to justify the hijackers. The kid was illegal all way around. But this shit is ridiculous. It's a, it is ridiculous that he walks free. And it's also equally disgusting that Republicans have turned him into a hero. You see? Because they fucking hate this country. And I'm sick of uh, not... I'm, I'm sick of other Democrats not just saying it plainly. They hate it. If you are... If you hate this country so much, the, the diversity, the uh, the very essence of the thing that the founders put put in place to address your political grievances you hate that so you th- oh, want to overthrow it then you you're not you know you hate this country oh here comes here comes a special guest mm, i think you could hear him i got to get the camera up Hold on. What? <laughs> uh oh. We got the cat cam. Tara Jr. Jr. is here. What are you thinking? Can you hear his purring? He's purring up a storm. <laughs> Junior, look over here. Junior. <laughs> Tell your friends happy Thanksgiving. Junior, right here in the mic. In the mic. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> anyway. Okay, okay. Let me see. Where was I? All right, I have to back it up. Hold on. Ah, everything's falling. Sit here. Sit here and be good. Those are your marching orders. How to move the coffee before he knocks it over. Oh, Jesus. Knocking knocking things over. Sit down. All right, sit there. Let me see. Where am I? Where am I? Anyway, of course, uh, Grandpappy has voted against everything having to do with gays, you know, gay rights, gay decency, gay dignity, gay, you know, whatever. So, uh, let's see. He, let's see. At the same time, the shooting has drawn renewed attention to Vopel's record opposing uh, pro-LGBT proposals and his history of incendiary comments on a range of topics including his uh, his apparent praise of the deadly January 6th attack on the capitol which he likened to the American revolution in interviews santi residents and former colleagues alternatively described vocal 
as a man committed to his neighborhood and a voice for the hard right. This is the, the murderer's grandfather. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the murderous tree. My God. You see what I mean? Like, these people, this is what, how you... Uh, and now, as far as the Proud Boys going to disrupt story hour or drag story time or whatever the hell, this is how you spend your limited lifespan, right? Being a, a an absolute asshole in the in the in the very least but a a violent piece of shit in the worst right several proud boys while the proud boys is probably best known for its role in the attack and the seditious con uh, of january 6 and the seditious conspiracy charges the far-right neo-fascist group is also known for its presence at the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, where a counter-protester was murdered. Since the failed insurrection, murdered, by the way, w by a the same tactics used by um, ISIS and the Islamo-terrorists that Republicans supposedly, you know, hate. But they are they're, they're, when you see what a, a terrorist, a Republican is just it's like looking in a mirror for them. Junior, look at your camera. Oh man. There we go. So since oh yes, 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 where am I? disrupting oh my god here's the ad ready for a new holiday tradition the columbus proud boys would like to announce we will we will be attending the holly drag story to fuck you a holiday tradition disrupting it's a a gathering where you have no business being. What? What? Uh, will they? Will somebody disrupt the Proud Boys meeting, please? I mean, they're a bunch of domestic terrorists, but they seem to get away with it. Why don't we disrupt them? All right, Junior. Oh my God! Stop. They're always disrupting. <laughs> Stop disrupting, Junior. But that's what they have to do. You know, disrupt. Shut the fuck up. Like, they could give a shit about anybody. About children. They hate children. They Look at the world they want children to grow up in. A world of, of, of morons, hate, ugliness. As long as you are just like them, as small, as small-minded with a tiny little self. Ugh, ugly, violent, incapable of functioning in a democracy. That's them. 
They lack the fundamental maturity. That's why they have to form these stupid groups where they all look alike. They dress alike. They got to dre- They got to cosplay toughness, right? Because they're weak. They're weak little bitches. They don't have strength, you know. They have no strength at all. They are the opposite. They have they have no compassion. They have no humanity. They have no empathy. They have nothing that is that makes a person actually strong and commendable, right? Oh God. Oh, and then, you know, they're posting other violent memes. Uh, comparing trans people to pedophiles. You know, and they're the fucking pedophiles, as we know. They are. They, they host them. They run them as candidates. Every time you turn around, another one is getting caught in the act of being themselves. This, it's called it's psychological projection. It's either whatever that comes out of their mouth. They call Democrats groomers. They're, I mean, they're the, it's either a projection or a confession. And they're constantly now with this, with the shooting, right? The Colorado, of course, we got the thoughts and prayers and then Republicans running as fast as they can away from any responsibility. This is the thing. Republicans, the party of personal responsibility will never, ever take responsibility for itself. They say that, um, here, here's an article that I came across in Newsweek by a right winger called Brad Palumbo. And uh, he writes the grotesque, politicization of the Colorado Springs gay bar shooting. That's the title. Yes, because it's never the right time to discuss the the causes or the consequences of Republican rhetoric, right? That, that always come home to roost in blood, death, failure, so he, uh, he, this, this fucking right winger, he writes in Newsweek, right? Americans are once again reeling. Yes, I'm sure you're reeling in the face of unspeakable tragedy. This is a tragedy. It's a, it's a, it's a, a it's a, it's, why can't I talk? It's a foreseeable tragedy. Is it unspeakable? Oh, they don't, they don't want to speak. They want it unspeakable because they don't want to take any responsibility. You see, unspeakable tragedy. Yes, let's not connect the dots again to the fact that we have endured year after year after year of anti-gay rhetoric, anti-trans rhetoric, and attacking drag queens. Let's not... Let's not uh, uh, let's not connect the dots to the fact that Republicans have have uh, I don't know have uh, I don't know what's the word you know have um, seeded the ground of America with assault weapons 
right? On top of, so they want everybody to have an assault weapon, a weapon of war that's, that's designed to solely, that's only purpose is to kill as many people in the shortest amount of time. And they want everybody to have that as anybody who wants one, any, anyone who's 18 can go and have a fucking assault weapon because I guess we live in the walking dead, according to Republicans, because they hate this country so much and they hate everybody in it. So they need to have an assault weapon because I don't know where the fuck they live, but they, they live in some kind of dystopian hellscape that they, I guess, American carnage that they create. And, and uh, so they add, you know, the assault weapons for all and on top of the anti-gay rhetoric, but it has nothing to do with the fact, oh, it's just, it's politicizing. If you point out the fact that the guy's a, a fucking right winger from a right wing bunch of loon Trump and Z family who t- went to, uh, c- who committed this crime with the help of an assault weapon on the night of a drag show in one of the only gay bars in town. So he put, he, why did he pick that location? It's, it's weird. Why that time? Why that night? No, let's not discuss it because it's, that is unseemly, according to Republican. Too soon, too soon. Just like in Uvalde. Right? Let's not, we're not here to discuss the, the, oh, it's just, it's not, it's, uh, it's just not seemly to discuss the dead, the death of children that we helped create that republicans helped create it's disgusting so but this guy's like once again we are reeling from the face of an unspeakable tragedy well they don't want it to be they want it unspeakable so we move on quickly yes it's unspeakable to them because can we just keep moving and not have to deal with this? This is the only thing Republicans give a shit about when one of these massacres happen. They just say, they put their heads down. They give out the, uh, the thoughts and prayers, the expected thoughts and prayers, and they hope it passes quickly until the next one where they will say, oh, you're politicizing. If you're like, is now the time to point out the fact that Republican policies put people in their cold, early graves? You know, if if Democrats, I wish you would listen to this show and just just stop, you know, stop playing nice with these demons and point out the fact that Republican policies literally and figuratively and i mean for the most part literally send americans to their early graves whether it be through a mass shooting or lack of health care or death by despair i mean we could go on right republicans aren't happy unless americans are needlessly dying you know, they did a really good bang-up job with COVID. 
sending Americans to their cold early graves, a million Americans. We couldn't even keep up with them. We had, a, we had mass graves here in America. And, that's, and Republicans are fine with that. You know, as long as they don't have to wear a mask or give a shit about anybody else but themselves because of freedom. You know, they got a real fucking sick view of freedom. It's very sick and twisted. Their idea of freedom is not giving a shit about anybody else but themselves. That's it. Oh, but God forbid you step on their toes by accident. They will squeal and whine and cry like the babies they are. You understand? Because they love to use the system. They love to play on empathy and and pretend and, of course, play the victim constantly. They are the, the perpetual victims. Even when they are, well, always the perpetrators. They're the fucking victims, right? Oh, the poor, poor put upon Republicans. Let's not talk about, let's not politicize this entirely politically motivated event. Let's not politicize. Don't point fingers at the incredibly culpable causes don't don't it's just unseemly unreal we're all all americans are reeling yet again well not reeling enough i suppose republicans right don't give me the shit you're reeling you're not reeling you don't give a shit because we know that when the minute you saw that there was another massacre, you were just hoping against hope that it wasn't another fucking Trump and Z on the prowl. But it was yet again, yet a friggin' again. Another kook that the Republicans armed because they hate this country. They want us all you know, to needlessly die somehow, they can't, uh, they can't help it. They hate, they, they, they're not happy unless Americans are needlessly dying. I mean, you got to assume that at least because they, they make so many premature corpses. They must be getting some benefit out of it. Right? You gotta, I gotta think that they love it. They love, because most normal people, and well, not most, all normal people, when they see needless death, they want to do something about it. They want to, especially if they have the power to, they want to stop the needless death. That's why normal Americans wore masks during the pandemic. Because we didn't want more needless death. But most civilized countries, when there's needless death and there's a public outcry, they do something about it. There's zero reason that anyone needs an assault weapon. None. None whatsoever. 
And if you think it's because you, you're going to overthrow the government, well, I guess the, the government sees your, your AR-15 and they raise you a fucking nuclear weapon or a drone. But no one's allowed, you're not, you're not allowed to uh, own a, a drone, a military-capable drone, are you? Maybe you are. Why not? Why not a nuclear weapon with this kind of logic? Maybe you don't feel safe. That's your freedom because wherever you live in your mind, it's like that dumb bitch Lauren Boebert with her, those guns. She had that, they had a meeting when she was a new so-called representative and she's sitting there with the fucking guns sitting on the shelf all just piled up. Because that's, you know, safety. Safety first. And then they, they, and when she was questioned about her stupidity and what a dumb bitch she looked like, she said, oh, well, they're there because I gotta be ready. What are you fucking doing? Ready for what? You stupid disgrace to air. You disgrace to human DNA. Do you realize what a dumb, 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 dumb you look like with the guns behind you? But no, they don't see, they don't have the intelligence. They don't have the morality, the decency, the dignity, the humanity to know that they should be embarrassed. It's the truth. Where do you live? You need assault weapons? And, and the fact that you think that you need them is the, a case in point that you shouldn't have them. You're not fit. No one needs an assault weapon. Nobody. Unless you're in the military, go join the National Guard. Go join it. But that's too much patriotism. That's too much e pluribus unum for you, right? That's too much. That might require some sacrifice. You can't do that. That's too much. You want all the benefits of civilization, but you want to make civilization like, like you. Sick, twisted, small, afraid. Republican. Jesus Christ. I'm tired of them inciting terrorism, making this country into a fucking international pariah, a laughing stock. They are twisted. They got a real sick view- version of freedom. And it's true. They want all the benefits of civilization. They just don't want any of the, of the actual, you know, uh, responsibilities that go along with that. That's why they can't control themselves. That's why they're always screaming out. They got to yell and scream and disrupt because they don't know how to fucking behave. But yeah, I, and they hate everything. They hate everybody. So 
you know, I wish they would get the fuck off, uh, just go to a desert island and make their stupid liver land. Get out. Right? You can't, you can't handle democracy. You can't handle modern life. But they won't because they want all the benefits. They just don't want the responsibilities we have to each other. They're not fit. They don't want to go and, uh, you know, dig their own wells and, and pave their own roads. and No, no, no. They want all the benefits of socialism. But they don't want any of the responsibilities. That's why they don't want to pay taxes. You know, they think Trump is a big... Oh, he should be commended for being a fucking parasite. Right? Oh, commend him. That makes me smart, not paying taxes. Not paying the price of admission for a civilized society. That makes me smart, Trump says. When he should... All the dumbasses who voted for him should be they should be embarrassed to be such a bunch of saps oh 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 yes and thankfully the the fucking corrupt and illegitimate supreme court paved the way for trump's taxes to go to go to the you know to wherever the fuck they were going to the democrats good they will be leaked immediately and i can't wait i can't wait because, well, what excuses are, are they preparing already for the fact that Trump is nothing but a, a parasite, a leech, that he's not a successful businessman? He's never been one. He sucks at business. Not that I'm good at business, but that, that's not my thing. But he's a grifter, like the rest of them. They're all frauds. They are all frauds. Every single one of them. They have, they are, they want, and this is the thing, they, they're just a bunch of wannabes, you know what I mean? That's why they can't control themselves. That's why, you know, they all want the accolades. They want degrees. Yeah, like Trump, he's like, I went to Wharton, I went to... But he didn't. He didn't take. Uh, he didn't take a class there. He just wanted to get the the piece of paper on the wall. That's why he, he had people pay. Uh, he paid people to take his tests for him. So he never learned anything. You know what's the point of life? Right. This is what I mean about them. What is the point of life? You, to just go through the motion and get a, get a piece of paper to put on your wall, but you learned absolutely nothing. You cheat yourself, but they don't realize that. They don't realize that you cheat yourself because they don't want to learn. They just want everybody to go say, wow, look, he's got that piece of paper even though he's a worthless turd. And if you actually went to college and you wrote a paper or two, you, you might know where to put the apostrophe in Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. You might. You might. You would. And thank you, Covert White Rabbit, for your super chat. Merry Thanksgiving and Happy New Year, everyone. Go veggie if possible. Yes, I agree. Enough of this killing. 
These poor animals, they have feelings. We need to expand our circle of compassion. All right. Oh, I have compassion for Republicans. I do. That's why I want them to have health care. So they can get the help they need. I'm not trying to hurt them. They're, they're the ones who want to hurt us. They want to hurt me. You know, they're, they're mean. They want people, they want to disrupt. They, they don't know live and let live. I'm not trying to hurt. I want them to have fucking health care. I want them to have decent working conditions. I want them to, to live in a country that's worthy of uh, being called great, right? The richest country on earth. Honey, we, we are the poorest, you know, the richest country. Rich in what? In sickness. In, in uh, we got a lot of morons. Rich in uh, hypocrisy. Disgusting. Rich in everything that sucks. Greed. I mean, everything. They were, and this is, I hate Republicans, you know. I mean, the conservatives, their stupidity. Everything about them. Even their, like, like their love of Elon Musk and Trump. Their veneration of this billionaire, this fucking fantasy that billionaires are going to save us. When they're, they're, they're the problem. They're part of the problem. There shouldn't be any billionaires. And Elon Musk is a case in point. Like we all have to live and die under Elon Musk. So he owns the town square now. And of course he turned it into a cesspool. And Republicans love that. Um, Robert Reich writes that Trump and Elon Musk are the are dangerous narcissists tailored to 2020 America, 2022 America. He writes why we likely. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is written before the midterms for the midterm. And he writes why we will won't know the results of the midterms. Well, well, now we know, but. But consider two people not on the ballot who are setting the tenor for much of what we've heard and seen. First is Elon Musk, who last Friday fired half of Twitter's 7,500 employees, including teams devoted to combating election misinformation, and did it so haphazardly and arbitrarily that most had no idea they were fired until their email accounts were shut off. This was after he fired Twitter's executives to avoid paying them golden parachutes they were owed, and after posting an article suggesting without evidence that Nancy Pelosi's husband was in a drunken fight with a male prostitute. Of course, it was bullshit. It's been a long 10 days since Musk bought Twitter, but this has been his M.O. all along, taunting opponents, treating employees like dung, Bullying adversaries, demeaning critics, craving attention, refusing to be held accountable. This is the Republican way. Attracting millions of followers and gaining cult status, spreading misleading information, making 
money. Impetuous, unpredictable, ruthless, autocratic, vindictive. Remind you of anyone? Musk is not exactly Donald Trump. They're different generations, possess different skills, occupy different roles in a bizarre firmament of modern America. And Trump is far more dangerous to democracy so far. But both represent an emergence, the emergence of a particularly American personality in the early decades of the 21st century, the wildly disruptive narcissist. Both wield sledgehammers to protect their fragile egos. Both are utterly lacking in empathy. Both push baseless conspiracy theories, such as the one cooked up about Paul Pelosi. Both are... Uh, indefeg- I can't pronounce that indefagable self-promoters both are billionaires but they are not motivated primarily by money nor are the bullshit That's a, this is Robert Rice saying that uh, nor are they fueled by any larger purpose principle or ideology their singular goal is to imprint their giant egos on everyone else to exercise raw power to make others grovel. Their politics is neither conservative or liberal. Call it megalomaniacal, authoritarian. It seems likely Musk will give Trump uh, back uh, on Twitter, but yeah, he did. But why have both achieved such prominence in this point, at this point in history? Why are so many enthralled with them? The answer, I think, is that a large segment of the American public projects its needs and fantasies on them. People who are mad as, mad as hell and not going to take it anymore crave strong men who shake up the system. People who have been bullied their whole lives want to identify with super bullies who give the finger to the establishment. Right. Their arrogance and certitude attracts millions of followers, fans, and and devotees, along with a fair number of goons and thugs who want to vicariously feel superior. But they are not leaders. They are bullies who demean America. Exactly. Others aspire to the same status. Florida governor, fraud, Ron DeSantis, who flies undocumented immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Congresswoman Marjorie Trader, perjury trader Green, who blames wildfires on Jewish space lasers. Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake, who refuses to commit to the outcome of the election. And the other infamous high-tech zillionaires, Amazon's Jeff Bezos and Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg. Yet none comes close to Musk or Trump for sheer in-your-faceness, gleeful bombast, and the brazen assertion of power to dominate and force others to submit. Beware, the last time the world gave in to megalomaniacs, it did not end well. The robber barons of the Gilded Age, men like William the Public Be Damned Vanderbilt, 
and Andrew Carnegie and John D. Rockefeller siphoned off so much of the nation's wealth that the rest of the nation had to go into deep debt to maintain their standard of living and overall demand for goods and services the nation produced. When that debt bubble burst in 1929, the world got the Great Depression. And that depression paved the way for Benito Mussolini, Joseph Stalin, and Adolf Hitler, who created the worst threats to freedom and democracy the modern world had ever witnessed, and the most death. We are much safer when economic and political power is widely diffused. We are better off when people like Musk and Trump cannot gain such untrammeled wealth and influence. We all do better when fewer Americans feel so helpless and insecure that they're drawn to reprehensible bullies who parade across the public stage as if they possess admirable qualities. Exactly. Yeah. They got nothing. They're disgusting. And that's the thing. You know, uh, what's her face? Perjury Trader Green I think it was even today she she posted because uh, this is what they do republicans they have they're just podcasters they um not representatives she posted she wanted an apology she wanted hillary clinton to apologize for calling the, her and the rest of the trump anzies a, a basket of deplorables she didn't of course you know we know hillary clinton of course hillary clinton i'm sure would say go Go uh, pound sands, perjury trader Green. Uh, who, by the way, let's, as we know, on her third day in uh, Congress, begged the con man for a pardon. So, you know, who needs a pardon? Anybody need a pardon? No, you don't need a pardon unless you know you committed a crime. But anyway, so, but perjury trader Green beg well she was not just beg for a pardon but she, today she um she was you know stirring up this 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 fucking bullshit oh hillary should apologize for calling us a basket of deplorables well let's remember hillary what what did hillary actually say right hillary let me look this up clinton basket of deplorables. Hillary should never apologize for this at all. And she should double down, frankly, because she, she specified it. She qualified. She said, you know, to be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call a basket of deplorables, right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. And unfortunately, there are people like that. He has lifted them up. They feel that the government has let them down and they are desperate for change. She went on, but um, talking about, but you know, she's, she's right. It's not a basket of deplorables. It's a whole fucking supermarket full. Half? She was being entirely generous by saying that it was, it's really more like 90%. What other reason do they have to support the, the con man, 
the tax cheating, draft dodging, wannabe dictator, con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam for who left office with the lowest, with less, the first president to do this since the Great Depression left office with less jobs than when he came into office. The worst economy since Herbert Hoover. Exactly, Winston on the chat. A stadium of deplorables. On planet fucking deplorable, really. And... Uh, this bottomless, this black hole of bottomless need and greed. That's what he is. He's disgusting. And I'm sorry, you voted for him? Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. You, uh, like I say, right? What do I say? One day, not, not too far off, those who supported Trump will only speak of it in shamed whispers if they if they get there right to where they could feel the capacity of shame, the capacity for shame. But it's coming. But uh, yeah, so we were talking about Carrie Lake on the other sh- on many shows. Oh, she still hasn't conceded. She's still running her scam, but we know what she's trying to do. You realize she's trying to, she's auditioning now. She sees her, you know, she threw her lot in with this con man. And she sees herself as his running mate. Yeah. And she posted this video on her, on her Twitter. It is, it is vomit, vomitous. Is that a word? Yeah, let's watch. Hi, perhaps you recognize me. It's your favorite president. If tomorrow all the I am asking were gone, you to choose work for And I had to start comes from again. Who, I mean, I feel bad for the movies that and the actors that, in the clips of the movies that they ripped off. I'm sure they didn't get permission to use. And now they've been cut together in this this ugh, this disgusting montage to suck a con man's ass. Okay, that's all it is. Yeah. That's good. I just want to say that uh, this is my honor. You are so lucky, you are so lucky. I'm. Is this supposed to be real? Are you Batman? <laughs> the greatest jobs president that God ever created. Really? Somebody said to me the other day, "You're the most famous person in the world by far." I said, "No, I'm not." No, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. I said, no. He said, who's more famous? I said, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Is this a joke? Keeper of One nation. Under God. exact same thing. There are two camps that are seeing two different things. And I do believe that the people that are so entrenched in their negativity, they're led largely by emotion and they can't let go. 
The key is to separate the psychological effects of Trump from the practical results of his actions. That's how you're going to end up judging this guy. This is a phenomenon. That's a phenomenon? The key is to separate the psychological effects of Trump from his accomplishments. He accomplished nothing. He 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 saw the greatest uh, income disparity in the Western world, and he said, "You know what? This fucking place needs more income disparity and upward immobility." That's what he did with his tax scam. Jesus Christ. She's, I mean, this Carrie Lake bitch, this is the thing about these Republicans. I, you know, uh, I mean, they're grifters. We know that. And we know they know better. Exactly. Terry on the chat. I feel like throwing up, too. Exactly. And Haiku, I see some grooming going on. Yeah. What do you think? That is grooming. Grooming people to believe absolute bullshit, to say that I'm the greatest jobs president, when in reality, he left office with less jobs the first time. This happened since the first Republican Great Depression. A president leaves office with less jobs than when he came in. But lies, you know, that's it. That's all they have are propaganda, lies, divisiveness, hate, ignorance, all wrapped up in the guise of some kind of, uh, you know, morality. They're fighting. Yeah, people are just delusional. We have this emotional response to Trump it's not hinged in anything in reality. Yeah, it's not hinged in reality. Be- no, you're in a cult. You are sick. You're not seeing the, the reality. You believe the lies of a con man who received fewer votes. You believe him when he says, my taxes are under audit. For the last however many years, you don't you find that you don't find that suspicious. You you're uh, you're too focused on Hunter Biden's laptop or whatever stupidity the Republicans tell you to be focused on, because that's one other thing we I know living in this country is that it, it changes. You know the 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 manias change. The focus of their manias will change, but it's uh, there's always some mania that they're focusing on. You know, uh, notice you th- what happened to death panels, everybody. I, I, for years during the Obamacare, we had to endure the fucking fascists go on and on and on about death panels, how there were death panels coming and, and there, you know, Obamacare, how there were going to be death panels. Well, where's the death panels, bitch? I, I had to endure your, your, your bad behavior at town hall meetings. And I went to town halls and these scummy, immature, at the time, they were called tea tar, tea baggers, tea losers, 
and they, you know, I was screaming about death panels. I remember. They don't know how to behave themselves, just like their reporters don't know how to behave themselves in the White House press room. They don't know how to behave themselves anywhere. Like Carrie Lake. She doesn't know how to behave herself. She doesn't know how to how to just concede. You know, like a like a person who respects the country. She's still this bitch is still posting videos of these these suckers. These dumb suckers who uh that that I mean, like we were saying, the the other the last show we had, we were showing these on uh, Carrie Lake's Twitter feed. Where is it? What a dumb bitch! She's like, she's just posting random the some you know these randos whining that they had a, they didn't have a good experience voting, and so here's another one. Let's see. Oh, and that song that they... What a, what a sickening, saccharine song. God bless the USA. I'm proud to be an American because at least I know I got GoFundMe. And don't forget the 45,000 Americans that needlessly die every year. And I'd proudly never wear a mask if it means that a million would go to their early graves. And there ain't no whatever. I love this fucking stupid shirt that has an eagle and a star and says USA that's it that's the extent of their patriotism I'm proud oh wait here here let's see Carrie Lake has to she posted Sherry worked as an election observer yeah because she's very observant she saw a man whose ballot was rejected 24 times. Finally, he asked for a provisional. The ballot was rejected as well. The voter was wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt because he was a, a traitor who lacked the maturity to function in a free democratic society. And that's all he can do is say, uh, fuck you, Joe Biden, um, in a stupid, um, sophomoric elementary school type way because they got nothing, you know, they got nothing. And uh, we say fuck Joe Biden because, uh, you know, we love America and all. We don't care. We like when our president, it used to be when the president went around the world, went to foreign lands, 
the politics stopped at the door, right? That's what they would say. And, you know, because we want, we all are Americans. We want our president to be successful. Now we just go, oh, look, he's, he's, uh, we post videos of him and say shit that isn't true. Like he fell off the stage or, you know, he took a shit on the, on the stage and everyone uh, knows he's got dementia, which and uh, then while praising r- the Russian military or something like that, and also bashing our own military, you know that's what we do now because we're proud to be Americans. Because we least I know I am fucking deluded to think that Carrie Lake didn't lose. God fucking thank you thank you people of arizona however it was in a squeaker you did not elect this unbearable bitch carrie lake who is so unbearable like um she is oh i can't i can barely tolerate these people sharing the same air as them the voter was wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt. Oh, he sounds like a real upstanding piece of dirt, doesn't he? And there is no way. Look at this dumb bitch. Hi, this is Sherry. I worked as an observer on election day at St. Nicholas Serbian Orthodox Church in Phoenix. Oh, geez. I want to tell you the unfortunate story of a young man I observed that day trying to get his ballot counted. His first ballot um, was rejected 24 times because I counted oh my God. different times that he got into and line. I, I and learned, one t- I learned to count to 24 because of a fucking public school teacher in that shitty un-American teachers union, right? I could count that because if this were maybe 200 years ago, I wouldn't be able to count because I would be probably dead by now after working in the fucking fields with no re- recourse, no socialist security, no no any no nothing, no civilization unless I found a lord to serve somehow or you know, I would just be nothing but a pawn in this uh, intergenerational aristocracy and that would never uh, I would never be allowed to get educated. Because, wow, you don't need to be educated if you're, if you're nothing in the, if you're nothing but a serf. You know, education is for the rich and for the, the clergy. So, who the fuck would I be? But, you know, um, anyway, I was able to count thanks to the, uh, you know, uh, living, I'm uh, uh, in this, un- living unconsciously in the civilization that progressives made. But I, uh, you know, I hate those liberals. Tabulating machine to another. Then that ballot was spoiled. He got a second ballot back in line. And uh, again, I don't know how many times I lost <gasps> count. Oh, gee. Oh, you lost count. That he went back and forth. Jeez. And, and finally, had how do you stand spoiled it? And got a provisional ballot in the same Thing happened. Oh this my God! Wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt, <laughs> and there is no way 
that those were just random. Sure, bitch. Sure, bitch. Because that's what people do at the polling place. So now she's saying that the the old lady who gets $200 to help people, you know, sign people in or whatever the fuck they do. My aunt does that on, you know, election day. It's She's saying that these people are in on the plot to to not elect Carrie Lake. You see what I mean? Turning Americans against each other. Republicans are not happy unless the American people are at each other's throats. That's why they need their um, AR-15s, you know? He he was wearing a Let's Go branded. So you're saying that there are all these there's there's this big conspiracy uh, that uh, some you know conspiracy somewhere got they went to the old people that facilitate the elections that sit there and sign you in on election day or whatever that they're like oh yeah let that's that let's go let's get the special ballot out of the let's go Brandon box get the fuck out of here you, uh, you, you, oh my God, I can't take it. I cannot take it. Why do I have to share the same air with people who are so stupid? So easily led. Uh, you actually think that you, because somebody was wearing a fucking sophomore dirtbag shirt that made them look like a douche. That they, that the, the, there, there's a conspiracy that there were different ballots. You don't think if that was the truth that any, that the, that the, you, you can't, that this wouldn't be known somehow? But they have to sow doubt. They have to vilify. It's like the, those women that we uh, saw at the January 6th hearing, where the mother and the daughter, and the daughter gives her mother a piece of gum. And then you have Trump and the Republicans, where they have to go into fucking hiding, and they have these goddamn monsters to, uh, uh, trying to, uh, you know, threatening them saying oh they must have been passing uh what did they say they were they were passing dope they were that was somehow you see them right there passing whatever like doing something fucked up passing a hard drive passing you know because it was like they don't care who they destroy and you know, because because the ultimate goal is to destroy the very system the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. Oh, I hate them. Legally and peacefully. Sherry worked as, I mean, this bitch, Carrie Lake. I've shared a lot of stories with you. Oh, my God. Oh, here's another one. I 
Carrie Lake retweeted, Here's the problem with what happened in Maricopa County on Election Day. This is Anthem North of Phoenix, about 115, Ruby Red District, of a bunch of morons. Well, I added that. This uh, is uh, only one polling location. Well, why? Do something about that. That's not... You know, I mean, now you maybe get to know what it's like to be an African-American voter, if that's the case. But, you know, because if anything, something happens that's not perfect, there must be a conspiracy against Carrie fucking like, shut your mouth. Caitlin checked her voting history on the Secretaries of State, Secretary of State website and found the information listed no actual correlation to her actual voting history. Her parents noticed the same discrepancies. <laughs> she can't, Katie Hobbs can't even run a website and she wants to run Arizona. Shut your face. Loser. Oh, my God. I can't handle them. Losers! Now, what if, ladies and germs, let me, uh, let me pose a hypothetical question. What if uh, Carrie Lake uh, won? Do you think we'd be hearing these fucking bullshit do you think? Do you think? No. No. What are you talking about? <sighs> God help me. Help us all. I can't take it anymore. They're the worst. How? How? How are we going to keep putting up with this shit? Uh, getting back to the Club Q shooting, Lauren Boebert de defends her past anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans tweets. Of course she did. Well, can't we all just stop politicizing a completely politically motivated political attack made possible by Republican policies and rhetoric? Can we please not talk about it? Bobert said in the wake of the... Um, shooting at the LGBTQ Club Q in Colorado Springs, representative, unfortunately, still representative by 500 votes, Lauren Ban from the bowling alley, Bobert, is defending her past anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans tweets. Now, just to decide, I pray that Carl Frisch, I hope his campaign for 
the seat in tw- in two years is has begun. Get her the f out of the Congress, please. It was so close, so goddamn close. Bobert said it was disgusting to blame her for what happened. Of course, like I said, party of personal responsibility. They would never take that moment of reflection to see, gee, what part did I play making this possible? That she had, she said, for what happened, or or say she had bad rhetoric about the LGBT community during an interview with KOA's Ross Kaminsky on Tuesday. That is completely false. Yeah, sure, bitch. I have never had bad rhetoric towards anyone and their personal preference as an adult preference. Yes, it's not a preference, bitch. It's an orientation. You dumb, sick groomer. Grooming kids to be murderers. Right? That's what they're doing. Grooming this country into being a dark age hell pit. What I've criticized is the sexualization of children. And nobody is sexualizing children but you. But the pee-pee police. Nobody. Nobody's thinking about that. Except you, which means you're very sick. And I've criticized men dressing up as caricatures of women. Well, what do you think you're, you're, that is? That you're, when you say shit like that, you're doing it again. Sexual orientation is not a preference. That's the American Psychological or Association. But, well, you know, uh, I thought Republicans were like, let's follow the science. They fucking hate science like they hate America. The far-right congresswoman has come under fire several times before for her behavior and rhetoric while in Congress from heckling President Biden during the 2020 State of the Union to making anti-Muslim comments about a fellow Congress member because that's what Republicans do. And Boebert's remarks in the interviews also match a trend in the anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans rhetoric. The term grooming is used to describe child molest- how child molesters entrap and abuse their victims. But in recent years, it's been co-opted by opponents of drag shows and the LGBTQ community because they want gay people, gay kids, you know, kids who realize they're gay, they want them to commit suicide. You know, like a number one cause of death for gay teens was, you know, suicide. That's what would happen. And trans kids, well, they realize, holy shit, I'm trans. But they're living in a world filled with hate. Now, what a different world it would be when a child is when a child says i i'm i'm in the wrong body and then the, and they're surrounded by love and compassion and understanding 
and not these 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 monsters from the fucking dark ages making them feel like shit like there's something wrong with them that can't that can't be handled you think people want to be trans that's why you say even just being gay you think people want to be gay in this fucking world of hate it would be so much easier just to be what the pricks want you to be but that's not humanity there's a whole bunch there's a, a wide diversity to the human experience and it's our responsibility it's our fucking privilege to be compassionate and to and to be understanding and and to help you know to help that's why mother nature put it in our minds that when we help other people it's not our minds it's in our in our bodies in our chemistry that when you help somebody you help yourself you know you get the same kind of chemical positive chemical reaction from giving something as you do receiving something so that's mother mother nature that's god if you want to believe in a sky spook the sky spook wants you to be kind and compassionate that's why you get a good feeling from that but republicans can't they no, they uh, they have nothing to say but they speak the most about everything they know nothing about and it's never to add light it's never to add compassion. It's never to, to add humanity or to help. What they, oh, it's always to make people f- afraid, to put them back in the closet, to fuck up somebody's process, you know? I mean, some people are hanging by a thread, and here comes a filthy Republican calling them all everything but a human being and then they then they wash their hands of it oh it's not political uh i got not i didn't do it i'm just free freedom fuck and then they go, go, shove this fake caricature of jesus down our throats what do you think jesus would do if jesus came back you know they'd crucify him again but guess who jesus would be hanging out with jesus would be at club q he'd be fucking on the dance floor saying i am what i am While you pricks are out there spreading lies and arming people to the teeth. With not just arming them with the with literal weapons, arming them with hate. Winding them up and letting them go. Sending them out into the community that they pretend to represent. That's fucking Lauren Boebert. Thanks. 
Lauren. Who votes for her? Shame on you. Shame. Shame. Voting for somebody so, so ugly on the inside. So dumb. So, so damn dumb. Couldn't even pass the GED test. She couldn't finish high school. Then she couldn't pass the GED test four times. And you voted for her? That's your representative. You know, usually when you want to, when you send somebody to represent you, you want to put out the, your best foot forward, right? Make the best impression. Pick the best of the lot. That's what you pick? You pick this, this fucking gun-suckling moron filled to the brim with all kinds of evil notions, evil, evil ignorance, loudmouth. Just a fucking loudmouth. Got nothing to say, but is the loudest of the of the of them all. Have the least. What do they say? What's the uh, Native American saying? Those who yell the most usually have the least to say. That's Lauren banned from the bowling alley. Bobert, you know somebody who was banned from a bowling alley. Oh, send her to represent me. Unreal. You should be ashamed of yourself. 500 votes. You could have had somebody decent. But you you picked her? And her crappy... She had a stupid restaurant that had gun shooters. Bing, bing. Everybody's shooter. Bing, bing, bing. Ugh. That was nothing but a roach motel that gave people salmonella. That's another thing. This roach, this roach infested, probably too much. You know, that's regulation. You gotta wash it. You gotta make sure thing. Ugh. Freedom. I'm all about freedom. Who cares about standards of health from the hill? This. I'm from the government, and I'm here to. Help! Oh, puke! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, who cares? Lauren should be free to sell uh, whatever shit she wants to sell, as dirty as it is. Right? Just sell it. Get people sick. Let me see. Bobert's restaurant. That's what happened. Everybody came down with a case of the shits after going to her her, her restaurant. They all got parasites. Yep. Q Curious House Candidate, that's when she was a candidate, gave her customers diarrhea. Lauren Boebert made her food business a centerpiece of her surprise win in the GOP primary in Colorado. But the cooking has always not always been a plus. In 2017, this is from, uh, where is this from? The Daily Beast. La- Lachlan Marquet writes, in 2017, a Colorado restaurant 
a tainted pork sliders poisoned dozens of attendees at a local rodeo who came down with symptoms ranging from nausea to bloody diarrhea. Well, that's got to be pretty fun. That's usually the response you get when you hang out with a Republican. Somehow, someone's coming home with, with nausea and bloody diarrhea. Now the restaurant's proprietor is running for Congress on her so- small business owner credentials. Lauren Boebert, who bestered a five-term Republican incumbent in an upset primary, has drawn national attention for her support for outlandish, entirely contrived QAnon conspiracy theories, but her pitch to voters has focused more on her experience as a businesswoman. She is the founder, owner, and operator of Shooter's Grill, a restaurant that earned nation, national notoriety for the staff proudly open carrying as they serve customers. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. So dumb. What a stupid fucking restaurant. Bobert's restaurant Eve earned even more notoriety uh, and support for critics of state efforts to control the novel coronavirus outbreak. And uh, Shooter's Grill lost its food service license in May after it defied a state-mandated closure of indoor restaurant services. They are open again after being shut down by the hoax COVID pandemic, a recent Yelp reviewer reported. Jesus Christ. I am from Texas, but I donated money to the owner's political campaign. I wish I could vote for her because I'm a dumb, dumb like her. They, I, I editorialized that. Bobert's defiance of the state order wasn't the first time her restaurant's Shooter's Grill and the now shuttered Smokehouse, 1776. This bitch couldn't spell 1776. She couldn't count to 1776. She has no clue what 1776 means. That's all she all she knows is an eagle and a star and a bing bing. The flag was still there. Bing bing. Pew pew. She knows nothing. Give her a, a, just give her a test, an American history test. It's like Sarah Palin. Remember Sarah Palin's uh, history? We all remember Paul Revere who was ringing those bells. These people are unbearable. Records from Garfield County Department of Public Health show that they faulted Bobert's establishments for literally, though not deliberately, poisoning dozens of customers. Dozens. Dozens. The mass food poisoning incident was traced to the rifle rodeo. Isn't that nice? You go out, you want to go to a rodeo. Pew, pew. And then you come home with bloody diarrhea. 
which took place on June 5th, 2017 in an indoor arena at Garfield County Fairgrounds. At about 10 a.m. the morning after the incident, the the county's public health office, damn government, started getting calls from people who had attended the rodeo and had come down with some serious symptoms. The county health office began investigating and quickly discovered that the event had been catered by an unlicensed temporary retail food establishment associated with Shooter's Grill. Who needs who needs a license when you're freedom? Except when you don't have any freedom to leave your house because you got to take a bloody diarrhea dump for the next five days. The meat served there was smoked at the Smokehouse 1776, a retail food establishment across the street from Shooter's Grill owned by the same bitch. Basic bitch. The main culprit pork sliders and those who ate them reported symptoms including bloody diarrhea abdominal pain nausea and chills well that's a pretty serious case of food poisoning which you can die from if maybe it wasn't for those damn damn science they could have she could have killed all these people health authorities determined that the tainted pork was caused by improper food safety practices of course because you know they probably uh, she didn't watch wash her pew pew hands or who knows There's a a myriad of ways you could fucking kill somebody with food. When you have to be a certain temperature, you know, you got to make sure all the parasites and shit, whatever. Maybe you was sitting around for five days, but who needs no big government telling me what to do? Washing my hands when I leave the restroom. I'm free. I'm free to wear this stupid shirt that says 1776, even though I wouldn't know 1776 from from a fucking hole in the wall. Because uh, if it were 1776, I'd be pining for King George to trickle on me. I'd be I'd be saying this is the King George is our natural lord. You progressives are, you're evil. Trying to overthrow the natural order of things. I mean, you're telling me that if this were 1776, the conservatives would be on the side of the colonists who rebelled? Uh, I don't think so. The conservatives were the loyalists. They're the ones that were like... God made King George the king. It is against God to rebel against the natural order of things. Oh, let me see. Authorities suspected the food had not been stored at proper temperatures. Of course it wasn't. Because 
who cares? They're, you know, you got to make money. Following the health code is, is not, is interfering with freedom. When health inspectors visited Smokehouse 1776 a couple of days after the rodeo, they found that it had no cold holding or hot holding procedures to maintain safe food temperatures. They also found that the restaurant does not maintain temperature logs, so there's no way of showing that food was kept at proper temperatures ever. And the reported barehanded contact with ready-to-eat foods, no hand-washing station, and no barrier of protection from insects. Big government. That's all big government. You know? Nine most dangerous words. And shit. (sighs) A Bobert campaign spokesman told the Daily Beast that the smokehouse 1776 did not receive a fine why not and is no longer in business the spokesperson also cast doubt on the county's official findings yes of course it was probably some liberal plot that they just hate they just hate conservatives they hate freedom staff was told of several individuals who claimed to experience similar symptoms but they didn't uh, consume the food at the rodeo what well maybe they consumed the food at the fucking restaurant while Bobert's spokesperson stressed the lack of the penalty the financial disclosure information that the candidate follow, filed with the House Ethics officials in January indicates that both shooters and smokehouse were financial drains on Bobert personally. Well, that's why she b- abandoned them and closed them down because they they suck. They sucked. And she don't need that shit. She got her husband a nice cushy job on a board of an oil company that is, uh, he makes half a mil to do nothing but get drunk at home and vandalize neighbors' mailboxes after allowing the brats to run free through the neighborhood, not run, to menace the neighborhood on, uh, on ATVs. Oh, brother. Uh, uh, anyway, the filing contains additional information suggested financial trouble. Well, we know that the restaurant closed. She reported liabilities totaling between 25000 and 65000 itemized as accounts payable, and also reported that she owed around $15,000 to uh, to the payroll so she stiffed her workers asked whether the item indicated that the employees were owed wages Bobert's campaign spokesperson said all shooters employees are paid in full yeah right yeah right 
Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. All right. We're going to bed now. I got to go. I got to get unconscious. I need to get unconscious. Sometimes you just got to get unconscious. Because in my dreams... Oh, no. What? What is this? On the Huffington Post. The headline. What? Trump is seeking special treatment in Mar-a-Lago case. Courts seem skeptical skeptical of Trump's claims in Mar-a-Lago case. And another legal setback for Trump. <laughs> yes. The sub- get him. Lock him up. Lock him up. Uh, on Tuesday, cleared the way for the Congressional Committee to get his tax returns. A federal appeals court appeared deeply skeptical that former so-called president asshole was entitled to challenge an FBI search of his Florida estate. Well, I thought they planted shit. What, what, what's happening? Or to have an independent arbiter review the documents that were seized from his home, a three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit, including two Trump appointees, repeatedly suggested Trump was seeking special treatment and asking that the special master conduct an independent inspection of the records taken. Other than the fact that this involves a former president, everything about this is indistinguishable from any pre-indictment search warrant said the court's chief judge. He added, we have got, we've got to be concerned about the predicament that we would create that would allow any target of a federal criminal investigation to go into district court and have the district court entertain this kind of petition and interfere with an executive branch's ongoing investigation. The judge indicated through their questioning that they were likely to side with the Justice Department, who has sought immediate end to special master review process that says it has unnecessarily delayed the investigation into the presence of classified documents at Maramoron. It was not immediately clear when the judges may rule. In another legal setback for the con man, the Supreme Court on Tuesday, cleared the way for a congressional committee to get his tax returns after a three-year fight. Yes! I can't wait. I can't wait, and I also cannot wait to see... What do you think? We should have a poll. Like, what will the excuses be from the Republicans? This is a plant. This is a fake. Fake news. Fake news. All right, all right. I gotta go. I see Jim is is bugging out. Peace out, Jim. So that means I gotta go too. And if you can, please, 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 please become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil. We've, we've lost some patrons. And we've gained some patrons, but we never, we can't keep, keep, we gotta keep going in the right direction. 
if you can become a patron, even $2 a month makes a difference. So, patreon.com slash taradevlin, and also super chats are important. So, thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Thank you, Covert White Rabbit, for your super chat. Merry Thanksgiving and Happy New Year, everyone. Go veggie, if possible. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Winston. Great show, Tara. Thank you for the weekday show. Of course, of course. And we will have a show on Friday. So we will be back on Friday. And everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. Nice to see you, Trucker John. Please be safe and be careful out there as you're trucking along. I would be a trucker. That would be fun. Must be interesting. Just driving, driving, and seeing the world. Seeing the country, I should say. I would keep on driving up north, maybe. All right, my friends, my friends. Yes, and thank you, Haiku, for all your support, being a moderator, and everything else, being a good person, and a rock, a Tarabuster OG rock, and everyone else. Have a great, great Thanksgiving. Go veggie if you can. And remember, we will win. We will. Why? Why, you say? Why, you ask, Tara? Why? Because we are on the right side of history. Yeah. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much, my friends. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. And I will see you Friday night. Ah.